From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. Juneau Police Department and Capital City Fire Rescue responded to a two-vehicle collision at the Egan Vanderbilt intersection Monday morning. Aaron Calera, Public Safety Manager, details the report. At about 10.39 this morning, a gold 2012 Nissan Altima was on Vanderbilt Road, making a left-hand turn inbound on Egan when it was struck by a brown 1999 Chevy truck. The Altima had a green light and the operator of the truck was found to be at fault. Neither of the occupants required transport to the hospital, so the ambulance did go on scene just to evaluate injuries and everybody seemed to be okay. The driver of the Chevy truck was a 38-year-old male and he was cited for fail to stop for a red light and failed to carry and show proof of insurance. The Altima was towed from the scene because it had enough damage that it was no longer drivable. Spencer Fielding, meteorologist with National Weather Service, Juno, talked to News of the North about how the weather's looking for the 4th of July festivities. For tonight, it's looking like conditions are going to be pretty good for the fireworks show in downtown. We have a front that is approaching the coast, but will mostly be focused north of here and will be moving in late enough in the evening that it should not impact the fireworks. Tomorrow, we are looking at kind of a still a nice day with clearing skies, really not much in the way of rain as the chances of precipitation start to drop off tomorrow morning as that front leaves the area and high pressure starts to return, bringing more nice weather. Fielding adds later this week, there's a special weather statement for higher temperatures. We issued a special weather statement for the potential of abnormally warm temperatures for southeast Alaska with possibilities of high temperatures being 10 to 15 degrees above normal for this time of year. So we are trying to get the message out that it could be pretty warm and especially for those of us here in southeast who do not have the ability to get out of the heat to kind of get that message ahead so they can plan for it. This is where and when you can expect the hot weather. Looks like a whole panhandle event with everywhere from Ketchikan all the way up north even into Yakutat being affected by it. Right now temperatures are looking like they will be really in the 70s to potentially low 80s depending on location, especially farther south. Right now, though, those could change as we get closer to the time and the details of the forecast become more clear. Really, it's going to be starting for middle of the week, and then right now, it looks like our highest temperatures will be by Friday. Engineer Sigrid Dahlberg is a member of the technical team that puts on fireworks tonight. Dahlberg states that there's more that goes into the show than meets the eye. One thing I wanted to say about this interaction is we shoot the show side by side and we're layering on top of each other. So it is very interactive. So our choreography being interactive as we build it is part of us knowing we're going to shoot this together with different pieces coming in from different sides. So our timing, we have to practice in advance how we're going to get the timing to work. Volunteer Juno Fireworks crew puts on the show, but they don't do it alone. We have a really good safety record out on the barge. The Coast Guard comes out and does a courtesy inspection for us too, which kind of leads me into thanking people that yeah. for all the things they do to make the show happen. We have some really big big helpers here in town. Big thank you to AgPro, Pack for the barge. Tricano helps get things on and off the barge. And that's a huge piece of it. AML gets the shots to town and lets us use their yard and their connexes and other things. Um, and AMAC Towing is the, the company that 
provides the tug, and they do that as a donation to the fireworks. Here's where to watch the fireworks. We shoot from a barge in the channel. It's Dipax barge. They let us use it, which is really great. It's a big concrete barge, so we don't have any worries about catching the barge on fire. It's a great platform, and it allows us to shoot so that people can see from the bridge, from downtown. You can see from West Juneau. And if you're just the right spot in Douglas, you can kind of see it too. Jason Bloom gives a special shout out to the president of Nugget Alaskan Outfitter. Mr. Ron Flint out there, as best as we can gather with him not actually telling us when he started. We're going to call this his 45th year working and supporting the fireworks. We don't know. We we kind of think that he got started before all the regs got really put in place mm. on uh, when you can, but you wouldn't look at you wouldn't think to look at him thinking he's got that many years helping us out, but yeah, we just want to do a big 45 year shout out to Mr. Ron Flint. CBJ pays for the fireworks themselves, but the rest is all volunteer. KINY will be broadcasting live from the barge tonight. Coming up next on News of the North are a few retirement stories from Chancellor Karen Carey, Lead Community Service Officer Bob Deli, and an announcement from Juno Chief of Police Ed Mercer. Coming up next on News of the North. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. Friday was Chancellor Karen Carey's last day as Chancellor for the University of Alaska Southeast. An open house was held in the Chancellor's suite to wish her farewell. A real honor to be the Chancellor at UAS. And I am going to greatly miss this campus and all the great people that I've gotten to know. I am so pleased that we hired Aparna Palmer as the new chancellor. She's going to be just great. I've had the last two weeks to overlap with her, and she's learning quickly, and I think UAS is going to be in good hands. I'm going to remain in Juneau because I love it here so much, and people will see me at UAS, and I'll be busy supporting every, anything I can here at the campus. Carrie tells News of the North how she'll continue to support UAS. Well, I will be coming to a lot of their events. I certainly will continue to donate to the campus for scholarships and that sort of thing. Probably continue on the Alumni and Friends Board. So being involved wherever I can be and wherever they might need me. Here's how she plans to use her free time. I plan to do a lot more walking with my dogs. And I plan to really, I'm going to miss this campus so much because of the beautiful site this campus is on. Um, So I'll probably be coming over here and wandering the halls. And she leaves a final message for her students. The students at UAS are amazing. They're kind, they're sweet, they work so hard to accomplish their goals. And we are always here for them, and I just hope that they're all successful. And if they ever see me around or need help, I'm always happy to help them. Juneau Police Department held a retirement ceremony for Lead Community Service Officer Bob Deli Friday. The training room at JPD was full of Deli's family and friends. He reflects on his career. So community service officer, so we're not a sworn law officer position, so we don't pull people over, we don't arrest people. We deal with uh, code enforcement type stuff like bears and garbage and abandoned cars and parking, special events. And I think the reason I got involved with community service officer rather than patrol officer is it was it was a better suited for a family job. I was able to be home at nights with my kids and my wife. I wasn't working a bunch of rotating shifts, night shifts, stuff like that. Um, So it just worked out better for my family. And in the end, it turned out to be a great career. 
And Delhi tells people why they should consider becoming a community officer. Well, I think you kind of get you get the best of both worlds. I said it before. You get to do some police-related enforcement, and you definitely get to work with a lot of police officers. But like I said before, you have a much better schedule. It's a better family job. It's a, it's a rewarding career. You're helping people in the community. The city of Juneau and the Juneau Police Department have treated me nothing but great over the last 25 years. I have no complaints at all. Delhi has received a life saving medal civilian of the year award in 2002 leader of the year award in 2007 and leader of the year for 2022 Juno chief of police ed mercer has announced his retirement effective july 31st following over 30 years in law enforcement in southeast alaska a lifelong southeast alaskan chief mercer joined jpd in 2000 following eight years of service as a sworn officer in sitka after four years in the patrol division and the drug enforcement unit he quickly rose through the ranks to patrol sergeant lieutenant captain of operations and deputy chief he was appointed chief of police in july of 2007 Juno's next chief of police will be selected through an open recruitment process that will allow participation from the public, the CBJ Assembly, and the Juno Police Department. Deputy Chief David Campbell will serve as interim chief of police. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jazz Garrett for News of the North.